Episode 29. Wow. We've made, the haters said we wouldn't do it. <laughs> to be fair, the haters don't give a shit, so... No, we got haters, man. Do we? I have haters. Oh, you have I have haters, haters in abundance. Oh, okay. Like, and they, what, they didn't say you could, we would get... No, they don't say anything. I just I sense the vibes. <laughs> You're right, okay. Episode 29 of The Mints also sadly... Oh, no. This is our last episode, guys. Mm. Boo. That's co- that's white mamba. White mamba's Boo. doing. That. Wait, now it's sounding like. Anyway. Boo. But yes, this is our last episode of the mints. We will be um, doing shout outs and thank yous at the end of the episode, Indeed. and we'll be dedicating a large chunk of the podcast to that. But um, yeah, this is this is this is our, our last podcast. We are in the in a West studio. That is a microwave going off in the corner because. Um, T-Bone's in-house chef. <laughs> Krishna is cooking up something for himself. Yes. Not, not T-Bone. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm devastated by this. I, you know, after all I've done for you, bro. After all I've done for you. Uh, he's looking quizzically around, wondering what I, I did for him. Ungrateful is what it is. Yeah, Krishna's a, a cameo. He's become like a, a cameo in all of our podcasts now. Um, but yeah, Krishna's like, I don't give a shit, I'm gonna yeah. eat dinner and fuck off. Um, we're in the living room. No, we're in the studio. Mm. Shut up, we're in the studio. We're in the studio. The um, living studio. The inner west studio. Um, yeah, gent- gentrified FM. Yeah. <laughs> now, um, now, I'm sure you're all wondering why. Why is this the last episode? Why is this the last episode? <laughs> um, how do we put this politely? Um... I think it's just a case of we've got shit to do. We've right? got other stuff on, man. Like, um, we're both pretty busy people. T-Bone told me before this podcast started he's averaging four hours sleep a night. Yeah, yeah, shit is a bit crazy at the moment. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think, like... I'm almost tripling that, but yes, anyway. and I want to punch him in the face <laughs> several times because of it, but... Yeah, I think it's just like, you know, I think we had fun while we did Yeah, I think it's definitely, I think if we kept going with it, we would be in many ways outstaying our welcome somewhat to the format. Like, um, uh, podcasts are hard uh, than people actually think. Yeah, like, we've got, we fall into this category where it comes to where we're like one of those, we're just two guys talking, so it falls into that miscellaneous general kind of vague um, category and not only is there a lot of competition in that, like I don't, it takes a lot to really stand out in that. And sadly, Timon and I are not like you know, charming enough to know, kind of charming <laughs> or you know committed or you know. I guess the thing was it was like I, at the time I I couldn't find anything that was like what we did. Mm. Not to say that it's not out there. Mm. But I think, um, and I, you know, and we had stuff to say. Yeah, um, I do find myself repeating myself. Yeah, I, I yeah. Think, and, and I think <laughs> as, as, as gentlemen of great substance, 
even the un, uh, you know even the uh, unending will seem to have yeah ended. I've actually noticed I repeat so. stuff in conversations now as well yeah like, and I yeah. mean like you know you can't have you it's like I have on everything. like I have like three major points mm. that I dole out yeah, yeah, yeah and I'm like passionate about and like <laughs> then I kind of like retreat and like I have nothing original to <laughs> to, to contribute to this conversation anymore but it's so, like I do think we've overstayed yeah. our welcome somewhat yeah um, I think we, we did we did what we could. Um, and, I think um, if we, if we kept going, the 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 podcast itself would become weaker and weaker. Yeah, I mean, um, and the thing is, we don't, it's not like we have a set format. We don't mm. really do the whole research current events and yeah. talk about them thing either. Yeah. Because, well, well, we one, have in the past, and it's been quite like it's it's work. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's, it's it's a lot of work, and I mean, one would then have to say, okay, what what value do we add yeah, yeah, to that yeah. format? Because there are so many podcasts that do that right now. Mm. Um, with, well, one more more commitment and probably with a lot more fervor than we mm. can probably bring to bear. Yeah, yeah, I mean, definitely. you know, we could, and we could, you know, potentially turn into, like, you know, the brown hour where we just talk about everything from a brown perspective that's happening. Yeah. Which... Yeah. Because I notice, like, I post stuff on the Facebook page and I'm always posting, like, brown stuff and I'm like, well... I'm a bit more than this as well. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, like... So... Yeah, I felt like it was maybe pigeonholing. And not, look, I don't regret any of it. Like, no. I loved the fact we did But I think it was... We needed an outlet for some time and that that period of time has come to an end. Yeah. I think yeah. that that's basically what it is. Um... No, there's definitely nothing for the gossip magazines. T-Bone and I are still very much friends. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, all the yeah. haters, because yeah, I know you're exactly. out there. I don't know your names, but I know you're out there. You're... <laughs> and, and you're hate listening. Yeah. Can yeah. you hate listen a few more times so we get more <laughs> listens? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please do, please do. Um, but, yeah, like, we're probably going to make this a long one because yeah, it's our yeah. last one. And, um, yeah, we're just gonna we're just going to chill out. Um we're gonna yeah, like I said before, we're gonna save all our thank yous and talk about our favorite episodes and stuff towards the end. Mm-hmm. But um, for now, like we'll do what we always do and talk about current events. Yeah. <laughs> um, T Bone, yes. have you seen Moonlight? I have seen Moonlight. Yes. And it was fucking amazing. It was amazing. So T Bone and I talked. Um, we said we're definitely going to talk about the Oscars. Yes. Because I think we've actually covered the Oscars before on the podcast. Mm. I think we did Oscars So White last yeah. year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometime. Well, and, yeah, um, and so we're definitely going to talk about it this time. Um, the movie I was gunning for was definitely Moonlight. Moonlight is probably the best film I've seen in a solid ten years or so. I don't think I've been I've liked a movie so much since like I saw A Separation, and I don't even remember what year that was. But... Um, Moonlight was so... I've seen it twice now, and I am very happy to watch it a third time. I even read the script. I downloaded the script and read it. And it is the smoothest read. It's the smoothest watch. It's such a beautiful film. It tackles an issue... Like, it is definitely... Look, we all know it's an LGBTQ film, but I do think it's also a movie about masculinity. Oh, yeah. And, um... The, the, how toxic masculinity can be, and I think that's why I found it really appealing. Like, I, it, yeah, yeah. You, your thoughts, Steve? Right? Um, look, from the first second, yeah. um, when I can never pronounce his name, Chiron. Yeah, or the actual actor's name. Oh, Marshall Ali. Marshall Ali. Mm, yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, basically from the first second when Marshall Ali is in the car. <laughs> that opening down, scene. And holy you, all crap. You, and you hear just everything. Yeah, song, yeah. Every word yeah, is a yeah. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh shit, you said that. Yeah. You set the tone from from the from the get. Can I talk about that first scene? Oh, How hard is he in that? Yeah, yeah, just yeah, the yeah. hardness of him in that. Yeah. He give the man an Oscar just for that opening scene, which he did get, as yeah, we absolutely. know. Um, just for that opening scene was perfection. Like I was like, damn, damn. Oh man, and like, and just and the journey of of the of the um. Of the main character, Sharon, yeah, Sharon, and from from when he was a kid, and you know he gets chased, and then all mm. of a sudden, um, you know he's 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 hiding, and um, I can't remember the well, what is the drug dealer character's name? Juan. Juan. Yeah. When Juan finds him, and you know from that moment to yeah, and just to see the like some true character development from and each actor just um just like just a bit like just epitomizing that uncertainty about what what does it mean to be you know a a, a male a, a boy a man or mm. a teenager yeah um and you know how do you fit in and what um and the idea that like it's just a case of you know circumstance in terms of like mm. you know this kid is obviously trying to figure out who he is mm. and in the process you know figures out he's gay and then just due to the ridiculous harassment and bullying of some mm. you know ignorant kids you know lays him down a path that eventually leads to following in his mentor's footsteps mm. to and, and like you know and and completely busting open the the notion that there is only one you know one or two types of gay people mm. like the, yeah yeah the, yeah the the, the the i guess what you call the the, the femme slash flamboyant yeah. gay, gay guy yeah um and and like yeah and just kind of yeah, and the emotional turmoil that he goes through throughout the whole movie was just you cannot not feel for this kid you know and you, you cannot know, and there are some aspects him. that you've got to think you know you can relate to but at the same time that um you know just uh, and also the the idea that the culture itself doesn't accept mm. You for who you are, yeah. and you've just got to deal with that. Yeah, but there's a lot of there's a lot of race stuff in there as well, and um, I did feel like I wish there was. Oh, actually, by saying this, I probably might spoiler a bit, oh. so I won't say it. But like, um, it's a movie that's divided into three sections, three yeah. different stages of this boy's life, this boy who becomes a man's life, and um, movies like that are often. Um, I don't know, the, uh, movies, traditionally movies that kind of divide them up into, like, you know, a different place card before each act starts, they kind of, like, they're a bit hacky, but this, no, no, this is the opposite. No, like, this is the complete opposite. And, like, doing that three-act structure with the with the place cards before each story is so important because that's the name of the boy before each one. But, like, what I love, like... I remember watching the first act going, what's so special about this? Then the second act happened, and I was like, whoa. 
Then the third act happened, and I was like, it knocks you holy out. crap. Oh. It knocks you out. I cried the first time I watched it. Um, the second time around, I was like, I had already read the script again by then, mm. and I was just so moved by it all over again. Um, I did notice on my second viewing um, how good the score was. Like, yeah, even outside of the soundtrack... I picked yeah. that up from... I mean, yeah, you would, that's, yeah. That's, that's kind of a, a thing that I like to focus on, mm. and I've paid for it and downloaded it oh, and yeah. listened to it yeah. already. I think the brown guy, Nick Patel. Yeah, it yeah. was so well constructed mm. from the choice of the songs that they yeah, use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you've, you've heard, you've probably heard them sampled in other songs. Yeah. Um, and they, they use the originals. Yeah. And... Um, uh, and also, yeah, the actual score itself is really good. You can actually, and you can piece together the each of the each of the iterations of mm. um, uh, of the main characters' mm. development mm. with the same theme, but a different structure mm. to the actual music. And it was such just, a good score, oh, so good. I actually watched an interview where Barry Jenkins, the director, was talking to Noisy, which is the Vice Audio Channel. Mm. And um, in it, he was like, yeah, I specifically picked um, songs that were sampled in more contemporary music just so that people could kind of, like, it was more accessible. Like, you know. And that's the thing, um, like, you you could... Because you start with, like, a landmark Kendrick song, essentially, you know. And then there's a bunch of other stuff. I can't remember them all. But, like, yeah, the score, I noticed the score the second time around. But also just, it is the prettiest film. Mm. Oh, it's the prettiest job. film. It's so beautiful. It's edited amazingly. They use the C really well. They use the what? The C as in like... Yeah, the, yeah, like, it's beautiful. As yeah, as yeah. As a background, um, it's amazing. Uh, yeah, it's just... It's... It's like... Ah, uh, it... It, uh, you know, a benchmark of a good movie is if it moves you. Like, yeah. if it really moves you. There's it, there's something to be said about entertaining. That's fine. A lot of things can be entertaining. A cat video on YouTube can be entertaining. Like, no, really. I watch them all the time. <laughs> right? Cat video on YouTube is entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, there's something to be said about something even being intellectually stimulating, like a documentary and stuff. But, like, something that can do all three and the third one being emotionally move you mm-hmm. is very rare. Yeah. Like... That takes some serious genius, and Barry Jenkins is a genius. There is no doubt. Um, we should probably talk about the Oscars themselves. Oh yes. Um, Barry Jenkins, personally, I thought deserved the Best Director award. That was. Yeah. Um, um, I'm glad Viola won for mm. Best Supporting Actress. I saw Fences recently, and she was very good in it. I won't lie; I wasn't the biggest fan of the movie itself. Um, I th- I think it would be a re- it's a really good play. Obviously, I I do want to see the play mm. now, um, but as a movie, it wasn't really working for me. But she was amazing in it. Um, Marshall Ali, thank God, oh, yes. he won that because even like I like we said before, that scene alone was award winning in my opinion. Um, and and lauded for being the first Muslim yeah yeah yeah, yeah actor rather um, that yeah which you know is a milestone in itself. Yeah, like, there's a bit of controversy. I don't know if you've heard about how Pakistan, congrat, like, I don't know, some Twitter, like, Pakistan government the, thing, the they congratulated Marshal Ali for his award because, like, our first Muslim to win and stuff. But he's actually an Ahmadi, which is, like, a sect within Islam, uh-huh. which 
most of Pakistan doesn't even recognize. Like, they right. treat them like shit. Oh, and so Marshall Ali is actually belongs to that. Right. Um, and so they apparently immediately deleted that deleted tweet that as tweet. well. But it's, like, so stupid. <laughs> so stupid. Um, but, yeah, like, the Ahmadis in Pakistan have been targeted, like, terror. Like, uh, yeah, right. a great deal of terrorism has been committed against them and stuff by the government apparatus and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, really, really sad. But, um... Yeah, he's so good in that. Um, I don't know who won Best Editor and stuff. Uh, I think Best Sound Design went to Hacksaw Ridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was interesting because they shouted out Sydney and a friend of ours actually worked on Hacksaw Ridge in the visual effects department. Um, uh, But let's get to the award that (laughs) was probably the most interesting, the Best Picture Award. What happened, T-Bone? Oh, it was... Ridiculous. It's a so conspiracy, man. See, okay, and uh, and uh, we'll talk about this now. The basically, um, you've got Warren Beatty and uh, Faye Dunaway. Faye Dunaway. Yeah. Uh, so, and there's Bonnie there was, and Clyde. They're right? celebrating yeah. the whatever anniversary, fiftieth, I'm guessing, mm. of Bonnie and Clyde. So, mm. fitting, they give it to um, to these two to read out. Mm. Now, what's happened? And I think, and I've and I've done all the research because <laughs> I'm just like what the hell happened this is bullshit grassy knoll dog oh, <laughs> and oh yeah and shout out to our accounting brothers of PricewaterhouseCoopers jet fuel doesn't can't burn steel beams <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's the, the the military accounting complex um, now basically what's happened is some numbnuts who hands out these um uh, the envelopes. Now, um, they they handed Warren Beatty the wrong one. Yeah. Now he clearly didn't have his glasses on. No, he read that shit. No, no, no. But the thing is, like, <laughs> on, and like, and you see, and I've seen so many like shots of like yeah. them zooming in on the on the on a, a still of Warren Beatty there, right? right? And they they then zoom in on the envelope, and it's clearly it says best best, actress, best supporting yeah. actress, best right? actress dog. Is it actress? She won best uh, actress. You know what? I just you don't, don't want to admit it. I don't want to admit it. I don't want to believe it. T Bone has seen La La Land, and he's not a fan. Ooh, boy. Um, I haven't I seen it. I don't want to but I'm happy to say it. Sucks. I don't want to go in hard because I only lasted half halfway through. Oh, you actually? Oh, I thought I you could, saw less than no, that. No, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, ish. Well, I'm aware. Yeah. As far as I'm aware, apparently there was like an, another hour and a half, and I'm like. Yeah, Going like anyway. I said, dude, it's a very important movie because Ryan Gosling saves jazz. And, <laughs> <laughs> oh, and you know, John Legend almost killed it on his own. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know. True, Yeah, John Legend is a bad man. <laughs> I think we need to, to make sure that everyone knows that. Um, now, yeah, so basically, some, uh, some numbnuts has given uh, Warren Brady the wrong card. Warren, to his credit, he, he, was, he was pretty funny. He looks at the card. And he gives it to Fade. <laughs> he looks at the card and goes, well, this shit ain't right. <laughs> and he's like, uh, and he's looking around and Faye Dunaway's like, yo, just read the damn card. Yeah, like, she thinks so he's trifling. So Warren Bain is like, I yeah. gives it back, gives it to, to Faye Dunaway and she's like, she only reads the fact that it's La La Land. She yeah, doesn't yeah. read the fact that it's... Yeah, uh, which is fair. Which is fair, right? Because yeah. she, she doesn't have time for this and the drop <laughs> going and all that. So yeah, yeah. They all, all the producers, <laughs> man, the celebration. All the right? white people rush yeah, on stage. Yeah, that was there. Yeah, that was a lot of white people on stage. And yeah. then, so and then the speech, the speeches are going. The producers are going. All of a sudden, there's a commotion and a confusion. The stage manager, who is never seen uh, in these things, it's like rushes on, 
and he's having a chat to people. Meanwhile, like, what's up? One of the other producers like, screw it, I'm going to talk anyway. And yeah, that guy was weird, I thought. Yeah, that yeah. was a bit strange. He was like, yeah. all right, I'm just going to congratulate everyone anyway. And then all of a sudden, this, yeah, the, the producers of La La Land, to their credit, kind of figure it out. Mm. And they hear the message. And, the, and then, I can't remember the, the dude that actually did it. He was like, whoa, 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 hold up, hold up. We made that guy was cool. That guy was, that was cool. That was good. Yeah. It was good. The guy that finished thing. his speech, I wasn't cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and it was like, look, look, look. Oh, no, no, no. Guys of Moonlight, you know, you, you've actually got this. Yeah. And, and eventually pulled them on stage. Everyone is, like, um, just confused. But then when they hear that Moonlight won, there's this huge applause. Yeah. Like, Thank God it did. Seriously. And eventually, you know, he gets on. They, they, they make a speech. But there's just a ton of people. Because all mm. of the La La Land people are still there. Mm. And they have to give back their Academy Awards mm. and stuff, right? Um, and then, yeah. And then, like, um, I heard on Jimmy Kimmel, basically, um, that there are two envelopes yeah. with... Uh, with for each of the awards mm. and somebody and and because there's this uh, there's uh, there's apparently on the um uh when they were doing interviews you've got uh what's her face emma stone. emma stone yeah actually telling the press look i have the envelope mm. with that look stop stirring shit stone with, with that with that look on her face anyway yeah. uh of like i don't know what's wrong i did the right thing kind of thing i don't know anyway look i'm not gonna <laughs> Um, and like, you know, well, I had the envelope, so I don't know what the deal is. And apparently there are two envelopes, right? Mm. So basically, yeah, they've just given the wrong envelope. All of this has happened. It kind of was, a. it, it was, was messy. It was messy. And it kind I mean, like the thing is they, obviously we will, cho- we will, you know, because we have faith in humanity, chalk this up to, it was an accident. Conspiracy. Um, whereas yes, some would, some, you know, uh, would, would say that this is just one way to kind of deflate the, uh, the, the fact that Moonlight Yeah, man. Haters. It. Haters gonna hate. Um, I know what it feels like, Moonlight, to have all these now, haters. one thing I will say is that, like, you know, after, like, I was listening to the Black Guy Teeth and Rod was like, you know what? <laughs> I actually wish every single, every single award where a black person won was actually physically taken away from a white person. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? Props. I actually appreciate Oh, that's that pretty funny. That's I, I, that I, does I, make it more satisfying. That's what I mean, right? <laughs> and I'm like, damn, Rod, you just you hit it on the head, right? That then. does make it way more Always satisfying. Two ways to look at something. I right? mean, we did get, because of it, we got the, you know, the look on Damien, I don't know how to say his surname, Chazelle, Chavazelle, whatever. The guy who directed La La Land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just bitter that he won Best Director and yeah. he's 32, okay? That's yeah. why I'm bitter, right? <laughs> um, but, like, the look on his face when, like, he's realized it's all happened and he just literally, like, speed walks off stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He finally just that looks like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I have a friend on Facebook who was just, like, going on about this. And he's an African-American guy and he was, like, going on about everything that was going on. He just kept going on about how, like... Damien Chazelle is like, he goes, yeah, it must be hard making it after having a Harvard education <laughs> and having like a mom and dad who are both professors right. and like just going in on him. Going <laughs> and he kept using that line. Um, I think there's a line Emma Stone says in the movie uh, where she goes, oh, wait, I'm going to read his damn free status. It's pretty funny. But like, she's going, oh. S- something she's like like uh, stars do you, can you hear me 
Like, uh, what like does what she say? Yeah, yeah. He just kept like updating his status with like stars. Why you be trifling? <laughs> why, you, like, why you playing me, man? Like he just kept going and going and going. But it was like, yeah, man. I'm just so glad it won. I'm yeah. so glad it won. Like it did make the Oscars interesting, apparently, because like my dad actually gave a crap for the first time in high school. Yeah, I mean, like that's the thing. I, I, I suppose, like with any award show, you need mm. something to make it interesting. Yeah. They, I think they. Um, what was that thing that Steve Harvey stuffed up? Uh, oh, yeah, no, Miss Universe. Universe right? yeah, yeah, yeah. That you know, some some are arguing there's some conspiracy theory on that they he. They purposefully stuffed it up so that they could generate some like buzz on the internet. Otherwise, mm. it would have just been another award show that yeah, kind of yeah. passed by. And yeah, yeah and I, like I sure as hell didn't watch it. I was just waiting. To I see. didn't watch it either. Yeah, yeah, it's too long. It's too. too I much. wait for the clips. Yeah, afterwards. exactly. Actually, like when I was like, I was following it online and just like watching the list get yeah, refreshed. Yeah. And so. The Guardian originally said Best Picture went to La La Land, and so I was like, oh, fuck. So I just closed the browser and went back to work. And then my mate, Suran, who's been on the podcast, was like, oh, yeah, dude, Moonlight won. I'm like, no, it didn't. Like, I saw the... And he's like, no, 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 there was a mix-up. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? And so then I jumped online, and I kind of watched it all, and it was, like, uh... mental. I was like, how the hell did this happen? But look... Guys, you should watch Moonlight if you haven't. Absolutely. It is so... It's such a moving experience. It's so... I I think if you're a man, Mm. you really need to watch this. Like, I think it's an important film just about being a male and, like, just, like, this pressure there is... I'm not whinging about being a man. I know how good I have it as a result. But, like, just about, like, this onus on men to be a certain way. Yeah. And the breakdown of that, that occurs, I guess, in the movie. Um, it's just, it's something we've talked about on the podcast heaps. Yeah, the, the Just idea, masculinity yeah, and the, how toxic it can and be. It's, and it's, and it's just, it's hyper-masculinity. It's hyper, it's like, yeah, word up, word up. It's the idea that, like, you have, you have to be aggressive and you yeah, have to be hard all the time. Hard all yeah. the time, not give a yeah. shit about women. Yeah. Not, you know, like, just be this, like, you know, just an ugly human being. Like, conditioning. There's some serious yeah. conditioning, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, so, yeah, look, guys, get out there and watch. This is the best movie I've seen in God knows how yeah. long, and I will watch it a third time, I'm sure. Um, amazing, amazing, amazing. Um, this podcast, as you guys know, um, we talk about a lot of um, brown stuff on yeah. this podcast, and I think it would be incredibly remiss of us to not speak about um, the the two Indian gentlemen that were attacked, one of whom was killed in, um, in Texas yep. earlier in the week. Um, let me just get their names out. But in what is clearly a hate crime, um, a, man with, a man, two Indian men, one of whom their names were um, Srinivas Kuchibotla and Alok Madhasani, of Overland Park was shot by Adam W. Purinton, who um, basically yelled at them, get out of my country, and then walked out of the restaurant and came back in with a gun and proceeded to attack them, shot Srinivas and killed him. And um, he was like, what's the word? You know, thrown to the ground by Ian Grillot, who was also shot by accident. Um, 24-year-old Ian Grillot, who um, is a bit of a hero now as a result. Um, but this this says so much mm. about... Trump's America. Trump's America, where brown people stand in it. Um, 
Yeah, look, I think that that's actually a really important point in that, you know, apart from the fact that we have now a situation where um, racists are now emboldened to take action mm. upon their racism mm. and essentially they now have, they feel like they have carte blanche to treat anybody that isn't mm. white a certain mm. way in the US. Mm. Um the the other thing that we all need to realize no matter what you know where we think we belong in in the hierarchy of society mm. that racist ignorant people don't give a shit about whether you're indian or pakistani or, or non-muslim or non-muslim yeah. or any of that yeah you are right? the same and you know, and this is a message to all those like Indians for Trump motherfuckers. Yeah, those Hindus for Trump bullshit. Whatever that bullshit. Or was. even even the Muslims for Trump bullcrap right. that was going on. Whatever it is, right? Bottom line is, th- you know, that and that's the that's the sad thing about this situation is that like, you know, what what some people are like, but he was Indian. It's like. It didn't matter if he was Indian or whatever. This should not be happening. Even if he was a Muslim, it doesn't matter. It like, doesn't matter. And, like, we're brown guys. We're not Muslim guys, but we have no interest in throwing another community that looks exactly like us under the fucking bus. So we're not fucking... That's bullshit, right? Yeah, like, there's some... some, some there's so much bullshit about, like, this this whole mentality of my en- the enemy of my enemy is my friend when it comes to... Uh, you know, people that don't like Muslims, right? Mm. Oh, well, Trump doesn't like Muslims, at least he'll get rid of them or mm. some bullshit like mm. that. Who do you think he's going to come for next? He's coming for, like, blanket immigrants full stop. So, ICE is knocking on anyone's door. It's, and it's, and, and the, the, the idiotic mentality that, oh, yeah, well, you know, we're the good, we're one of the good ones. Is yeah, I think a lot of Hindus shit. feel like, oh, yeah, well, we're safe because we're, we're not Muslims, you know? Hey, don't care. Yeah. Bottom line is they're not going to check your your lineage. They're not going to check. They don't give a... They can't tell the difference between a Hindu name and a Muslim name. Exactly. They just see, is it not... Is it not are you brown? Flags? You are a brown mass? Yeah, there you Get go. Get out of here. You don't deserve to be here. Bang, bang. They yeah. do not give a shit. And, and that's what... And, you know, when it comes to the, the, the conservative brown community that believes that they can, you know, skate on this sort of shit... This is a prime example of they don't care, mm. and in in you know in my very much expected fashion, Trump hasn't said shit about this. No, of course not. He doesn't care. Exactly, he doesn't give a damn. So he didn't say anything about the Quebec massacre. And he doesn't give a crap. So it is such a vicious double standard. Oh, absolutely. And it's and it's disgusting. Um, it was really interesting. There's a uh, a, a journalist called Anand Giridharadas who I don't know what publication he writes for, but he basically wrote this huge like op-ed about how that murder affected him so much as a hindu brown man american citizen mm. and um basically kept ringing up you know the white house going we need a comment on this you know need a comment on this blah, blah blah but he's written a really good article about just what this means for brown people in america now um because clearly it, it says that okay you are excluded because the white house refuse to acknowledge it as a hate crime the fbi now has thank god you know but the the white house refused to acknowledge it as a hate crime etc 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 um it's just it's crazy it's disgusting like it's disgusting and you know this 
what we're going to see, and and it's not just isolated to America. The mm. the um, the movement towards the right in a lot of countries, including India including and and, and and South Asia, absolutely. yeah, absolutely. Like, is is something that we should all be concerned about yeah. because it's coming to your doorstep. Where it doesn't matter where you are, it is going to come to your doorstep, and it is an injustice that we all need to. One, be aware of, and two, be willing to fight against. Because if we don't, we are just going to let that shit mm. happen. And it's going to be too late. Because they will always find someone who is a pariah. Absolutely. For example, like, if, if there were no non-Hindus in India or in, in, the, in South Asia, they would pick on low-caste people, which they do all the fucking time. Right, you know what I mean? They will always be someone, and just because for a long time that not might not be you, doesn't mean it's right right to just like overlook it. Because you know what I mean? let's face it, this is human nature. For whatever reason, human beings feel the need to feel better than somebody else. Yeah. That is just that is a baser instinct that we all fall into at some point or another. Some of us are less problematic in that regard, in that we at least acknowledge that it exists, and we try to work towards that. But this bullshit pride that we feel that we are, we can be better than somebody else is what is going to destroy us at the end of the day. You know, that's and that's that's real, and that's something that we need to acknowledge and and need to understand that. Look, just because they're not coming for you now doesn't mean they're not coming for you eventually. Mm. So. If for no other reason, no other altruistic reason, you need to start to to look at the people that are being oppressed now because guess what? You're next in line, so why don't you at least stop and fight for them if for no other reason to Especially save Especially brown people. Like, Absolutely. really. Like, Absolutely. get your shit together. This is bullshit. One thing that was really interesting in that Giridhar Das article was... He was reflecting on a previous hate crime where a Sikh person was murdered after 9-11. Mm. Several Sikh people were killed after 9-11. And continued to be killed in, uh, uh, like, the Gurdwara shooting a couple of years ago is a classic mm. example of, like, um, this. But he was talking about how back then, post-9-11, despite how much we all hate George W. Bush, he didn't ever, ever really come out with explicit anti-Muslim rhetoric. Sure. His policies and procedures, sure. Um, he didn't come out with anti-Muslim rhetoric as such. Um, and as and even then, despite that, people were still so radicalized, right? And this is like 2011, which is like, what, 2001, 2000? 9-11? 9-11, sorry, which is like 2001. Yeah. So that was back then when there was no real vernacular, no real kind of like um, language out there that was kind of explicitly blaming people, blaming Muslims, etc. If that hate crime could happen then, imagine how much more heightened it is now with the language that's out there in circulation, explicitly in the media, that's very strong jingoism and, and rhetoric. Imagine how much that is radicalizing people right now oh, as we speak. So oh. language is so important. And that's why Trump coming out and, like, saying, yo, this murder was fucked up, that Quebec massacre was fucked up, is so important. But he chooses not to because he's a pig, basically. Well, yeah, he's a hateful human being that yeah. knows that he can take advantage of this situation. Because yeah. yeah. to, to him, anything is business. Oh, it's disgusting. And, yeah, look, I think... Um, 
what else? What else can I say about this? Like the, uh, yeah, we as a we as a, a community, and yes, you know, maybe only a few people are going to listen to this. But bottom line is, we as a community need to start to think about what it is we see in this world. If we, and you know, it's that idea. You, like if you see injustice and you say nothing, yeah, you are contributing to this totally. And it, it is knocking on your door. Like you said, Timo. And, you know, and so so don't think, don't get comfortable. Don't get comfortable because, Mm. you know, could be, could be a year from now, could be five years from now, could be 10. It doesn't matter. It's coming. So Mm. I suggest for no, even if it's just for the, for self-preservation, you need to start to stand up right now and really look at this. And you know what's so, so bizarre? Fucking George W. Bush is coming out. And speaking out against Donald Trump, he's looking like he no longer smells like a dog's asshole. He like, smells like this, roses. This is what I mean. And it's what kind of fucking Twilight Zone? Are yeah, we in? exactly. So George W. Bush seems all right. To be a hero. Yeah, seems all right. Yeah, in this situation. It yeah. is. It is so bizarre. But it's just everything that's happening there is so crazy right now. From What's happening in those press conferences to oh, the fact that InfoWars is now, like, they have official access to the White House. Like, InfoWars is... And that Breitbart Alex well. Breitbart. Breitbart is, like, technically, like, is okay in comparison to InfoWars. Oh, really? InfoWars are, like, lizard people. Right, right, right. And, like, Illuminati and all of that shit. They're the, that, Alex Jones is that guy, right? These guys have access to the freaking White House. These are the guys who are, like... Ra rah, rah, Trump is amazing. They've got access to Trump now. It's the most bizarre shit going on. I can't even... It is and the news so that, fucked. And the it news is so fucked. outlets that were, were so anti, you know, anti the establishment and, mm. and all of that in the lead up to the thing and giving, giving Trump the platform that he wanted now being called fake news, they're just eating a bit of pill right now. Like, they, they finally realized how fucked up, how, how fucked up the situation is and how badly they fucked up. That's but also, what... it's kind of like this weird onus on, like, gotcha journalism that's going on that's... Look, it, there's so many things that are wrong. Just how, how devalued journalism is in today's society, whether that's, like, um, you know amplified by the internet and how it's kind of democratized new information and all that shit um there, there's so many factors that come into it. i do think there is a bigger onus on journalism and has been for a long time now to do a better job to not like like even like like you'll be on fa- on your facebook feed man and how often will you see like those videos that are like oh he lied about this Oh, yeah, okay, I've, yeah, we I've know. St- stopped, you know what, guys? It's beyond it's gone beyond him lying now. It doesn't matter. It doesn't like, matter yeah, look, it's important you call him out for that shit. That's great. But you need to do proper journalism. Talk about like the shit that's going on behind the scenes. What policy means. Let's not let's not like laugh at him for his stupid crowd obsession with crowd sizes and all that crap can we talk about how the what the fuck he's doing to the epa what the fuck he's doing to this and that and that let's talk about man people who are just like having their doors knocked on and being like indian immigrants are under surveillance now basically as well in the u.s like so many of them are being targeted now by ice agents and stuff like that like everybody is under like Whilst we're all being distracted by, you know, Kellyanne Conway putting her fucking feet up on a sofa, right? 
we become obsessed with like Kellyanne shouldn't even be on television, quite frankly. Like she's fucking disgusting, right? She's making up shit. They're all making up shit. They're making up. They're, it, it's not even about truth anymore. We need to like talk about how this shit affects people, not so much about like. Oh yeah, you know he had his shit at Mar-a-Lago or whatever. The no, f- no, like, no, I'm just no, over and it. Also on that, what what can you do to fight against it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's word, actually, word. Because like, because at the end of the day, he's bringing in all these sweeping changes. What is what kind of resistance can you put up against this? Yeah. Is really, what what you yeah. should be focusing. Oh, on. how good are these town hall meetings though that are happening? <laughs> oh, they're so. Oh, they make me. They're so satisfying to watch those videos. And it's and but and it's also those those Trump supporters that are like, oh, we made a mistake. Yeah. What? Oh man, like that's that yeah, bit of Billy you want to slap. The, like slap you the guys rest. just but you fucked I'm, everything exactly. up. Exactly. Like seriously. And just, like, I, you know what annoys me is, like, when, like, people just laugh about, yay, Trump. And, like, yeah, you know what? It's easy for you. But do you know how hard it is for, dude, this, this Srinivas's wife who just, like, her husband died because of that shit? That guy who's, like, no different to, like, most mm. of us? Like, fucking hell, man. Really shits me to the core. And it's, like, it's really funny because, like, there's this flux because, like, there's a lot of anti-Muslim sentiment in India, as you know. And, like, all of a sudden now so many Indians are like, oh, you know, what the fuck's going on in America? They, like, it's so funny that in their own backyard they're okay with the discrimination, but when it's in America they're like, what the fuck is, like, going on? It's hypocrisy. On oh, complete hypocrisy. It's yeah. bigoted. It's hypocrisy. It's everything. Like, there were the two things we wanted to talk about. Mate. Well, look, rest in peace. 32 years old, Mr. Srinivas Kuchibotla. You know, rest in peace, brother. It should never have gone down like this. And I'm, you know what's sad? There are going to be more of these. That's that's what's really, really sad. Like, the next person could easily have... Yeah. It's it's just really disturbing. It's really, really disturbing. Um, yeah, segue. <laughs> <laughs> um, on a lighter note, guys, like, like I've said, this is our last episode. Actually, before we go there, yeah. I mean, uh, whether you want to talk about this or not... Yeah. Like... I know part of your plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There. Is to be in the States, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, this is something that goes... Crosses my mind a lot. And, you know, I no, I, I generally wanted to, like, see... How, how do you feel about that endgame? Is, is, that, is that as important to do now? Or is it... Because, you know, no matter what... I mean, obviously, you've got an idea of what, what, mm. what story you want to create. Mm. But is the location that that fix that you couldn't I mean and this is the I'm just mm. talking about options for you now yeah yeah I know I what you're want, saying I don't want your creative creativity to be limited yeah, by yeah, the fact yeah. that some fuckwit is not going to let you into the country yeah yeah well look first and foremost I don't for me I my plan is to eventually go there yes definitely um I do like New York and I would ideally like to live there eventually um right now though my focus isn't so much on getting there as it is finishing yeah. my my work yeah. and finishing my art and what I'm writing right now. That is utmost, most important thing. And that's the focus and will be the focus until it's done. Um, has it crossed my mind that, look, in all likelihood, that list of nations that are banned from entering the US, it will probably include my nation of birth very soon, mm-hmm. uh, which is Pakistan. And so as a result, it wouldn't surprise me if it was very difficult for me to go there. 
Um, I'm not concentrating on it right now because I've just got other stuff to worry about. Um, will it stifle creativity? Not really even an issue right now because I want... Look, ideally, I want to get out of Australia. Mm. Um, I want to go over there and I want to make this over there because it would make more sense for it to be done over there. If I have to compromise, so be it. Um, it's more about doing justice to the film and, and all that kind of stuff. But, like, right now, I still know I have at least three mountains to climb before I'm in that situation where... Um, I'm, I can go over there and I, I will be apprehensive until I'm actually in the country. Mm. Um, it's one of those things because, you know, I've, I've read about, you know, Pakistani-born people who are British citizens who have been turned back for no reason, even though having the right visa and stuff. And I definitely fall into that category, you know. Um, the environment being more hostile doesn't bother me as much because I do feel like New York is a different nation on itself. Um, and it is. It is very different, as as is LA, from what I understand. But it's but not immune. It's not immune. No, it's not immune, um, especially to people that look like me. Mm. Um, but right now, it's just such a blip mm. in the distance that I don't doesn't really bother me. If you know a year from now or whatever, um, it is more diff. Like it's like yo, you can't go there. That's just something I'm gonna have to deal with, you know, and. It doesn't bother me so much because I do see that place being in my future at some point regardless. I'm pretty confident about that. Um, I'll just do what i got to do to get my shit done, you know. But, um, yeah, it is kind of worrying. Like, I don't look... I very much need to get out of mm. Australia. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. Like, it's, it's, it's funny that stuff... Like, even, like, in the past when I've wanted to go to India and stuff... Things have always popped up that have made it very difficult for me. And, like, mm. now that I want to go to the States, shit has popped up that's made it very difficult. So it's, like, kind of like I... Like, I've always said, I am cursed. <laughs> and, um, you know, I, I don't think anything good will ever happen to me. So, you know, but a brother can try. Like, we're allowed to be positive, right? Um, but, yeah, we'll see what happens. It doesn't... Like I said right now, I'm more interested in being proud of what I'm writing. And that's the most important thing. But, yeah, in line, that's a really legitimate question a lot of people have asked me. Um, but yeah, like, it is what it is. Fair enough, fair mm. enough. But yeah, going back to the segue, our segue was that, um, this is our last episode, so we basically wanted to talk about the podcast. Yeah. Um, maybe talk about some of our favourite podcasts, maybe we should, we should do some of our favourite episodes, we mm. should say, sorry. Um, you go first, T-Bone, what are some of your favourite episodes? Uh, look, I'll just do a quick general chat about the podcast itself i've got to say for me it's this like i don't have a lot of creative outlets and for me i think the idea of me just talking mm. and voicing opinions and bantering and stuff for me has been really really great mm. um i think it's it's helped me just even my character in general being a bit more outspoken it's mm. been really good that's yeah, good um and and it's been fun man you yeah know, it's been fun like even now just you. talking i mean we we've been doing this for years and we will continue to do this mm. and we continue to do it even now but like um it does feel cathartic like even now oh, i noticed totally. talking about it now i felt good but um but yeah like yeah it's like for me as well it's been an outlet that I'm glad I did. I think without the podcast, maybe I wouldn't have started doing a bit of stand-up on the side, mm, and which absolutely. has led to other things, you know, which is really, really good. So, like, I'm glad, I'm glad we've done it. But like I said before, it's probably it's definitely run its course <laughs> a bit. Um, but yeah, yeah. T-Bone, favorite favorite episodes, maybe. Favorite episodes. Um, 
I really did like our first episode. That is hilarious. Like, I... I, <laughs> I feel like that was the most true to our vision podcast yeah, and episode. And this is John to shit from <laughs> And me. everything else has not been like yeah, our not vision. at all. It's just been like... <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, and... And it was, it, it, I mean, that's the thing. It's the first time we ever did it. <laughs> we almost had this playful innocence about ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking stupid. Is that? It was a really good episode. It's probably our highest Yeah, it's highest not our one, highest, yeah. it's not our highest. No, it's definitely our highest. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and, like, yeah, no, just from, from the jump, just the idea of us just having a... Having a rant about some yeah. random shit has just been it's just been really great. We were definitely funnier in the beginning. Oh, totally. Yeah, um, we got some like serious morose shit. And it's definitely I think we 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 realized we couldn't sustain being funny. Because we're not very funny people. <laughs> but like I, I like to think we we have occasional spurts. Yeah, occasional like we're good in crowds and stuff yeah, yeah, like yeah. that, but oh, like I'm, I'm totally like like I'm funny at dinner parties. Yeah, that's dinner party much, funny. That's, dinner party that's pretty funny. much all I. Got. That's definitely the category. Like I do a bit of stand up, and even I admit I'm dinner party <laughs> funny. Like I'm not even like that funny. Um, so we're dinner party funny, but like being funny on a podcast takes like extreme wit oh. and extreme. And I'm totally lacking yeah, extreme I can't wit. Do that. Like that like, takes a lot. But I think that it has to do with our personality as well. I don't <laughs> think I can sustain. I mean, like I'm for me like. Like, generally speaking, when it comes to, like, interactions, I'm all, like, I, you know, to use a, you know, the term that the kids no longer use, I, most of the time I do it for the lols, like, just That's the idea. That's definitely still used. Is it? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I'm down with <laughs> it. Um, no, but, like, just a lot of the times, like, I don't take shit seriously. Yeah, like, yeah. most of my interactions, most people will, will can confirm, it's just, like, I'll just be, I'll, uh, you know, I don't really care that much. But there are times when you just got to be serious about shit. Mm. Like, and, you know, um, I'm not the super deepest motherfucker around, but as bottom line is, mm. there are times when you got to talk real shit, right? Yeah, I think the podcast probably display made us display ourselves, the more serious side of ourselves. Yeah. I think we're both actually quite way more playful in real life. Yeah, but but, way at same, more. but at the same time, I think it's that aspect of us that, we also have that we that we decided to showcase. Yeah, I guess well. so. Like, I, it seemed as though that came out more naturally. Yeah, like you know, that's like because I mean. we talk about race a lot because, like, I guess we think about it a that's lot, right. like for yeah. obvious reasons. And you know, and it, it's it, it and its effects and everything. Yeah, like, yeah, so, yeah. So that's why I, I, I know that. Um, yeah, we. I suppose we could have been funnier, but you can't force that shit. Either. Yeah, you can't. And like, even if you tried, like. And, you know, I've heard, you know, I've heard tons of podcasts where, you know, they're supposedly comedy, but, you know, it's one, it's a, it's an acquired taste depending on the type of com- comedy that you mm. do. And also it's like, sometimes it just doesn't come out naturally. Yeah. Yeah. And like, yeah, like I said, yeah, different people are funny in different ways, but yeah. like, look, I'm, I'm, look, it became its own thing and that's, I'm, I'm actually very okay with it. I think we tried to be funny. We definitely had episodes where we were like. We're gonna really be funny. Like there was that episode where I think it was called Mansplaining with the Mints. Oh yeah. Um, where we just like got questions online and answered them, and like that was exhausting. Yeah, <laughs> that was really exhausting because it was like, wow, we it. have to be funny for an hour. That's really, really hard. <laughs> it's not, yeah, it's not. Guys, that... I do a bit of stand up and I struggle to be funny for five minutes. So, it's like... just, like, and I, yeah, I mean, I have to tip my hat to the guys that actually are doing it. On, the, yeah, on the regular. Oh like, yeah, like it's a really high frequency to be on. 
it's and you've got to be just on that yeah on that full hour and like you know it's the it's either your wit is on overdrive yeah or you know or you're just like so talking about the silliest shit that just means yeah. nothing to anyone yeah 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 and i don't think i can sustain that kind yeah of yeah yeah it's it's hard it's hard it's hard but, yeah. I'm trying to think of my favorite episode. My fa- definitely my favorite episode is probably the one that feels like a real accomplishment is Dating While Brown. Yeah, absolutely. Because I did admittedly put a fuck ton of work into yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did a lot of bloody research did, on that one. Did, and it was a very satisfying one because I guess I learned stuff that even I didn't know. Yeah. Like, I mean, it did definitely cement some opinions I had, but then it also surprised me in many ways. Um, which and it, I think it's one of our most popular episodes, yeah, it's right? It's definitely probably number two. It's after number yeah, our, our first one. First I think the first one we had a lot of listens because people were <laughs> like these two. Well, because we have a lot of haters, haters. And also, I think it you know on on SoundCloud and all of the um, <clears throat> all of the other um, distributors, they, they basically if it's new, they'll promote it. Yeah, yeah, as yeah. Something that's brand new, and yeah. people will be like, all right, we'll yeah. have a listen, and then after that, yeah. it just drops down dramatically. Yeah. But you know, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, we still did all right compared to a lot of other people who have podcasts that I know that we we've actually done better than them. <laughs> that's true. Um, but yeah, I really like dating while brown. That that's one of my favorite ones. I do think the Hannibal episode is quite funny. Like, it's a good oh, story. Yeah, it's a good story. <laughs> um, Top quality. Story. I am a big fan of Sip Sip Spirit. <laughs> Spirituality, because yeah, we're both pretty drunk in that fourth one. episode. Man. We were both pretty drunk in that one, and we were trying to talk some high <laughs> bullshit, and it was it, it was, was a, it was a good episode. Um, I in terms of special guest episodes, I, I thought Muggleton's episode is really good. Really good. That was actually um, funny. Muggleton's one is very very funny. Siren's one's pretty funny. Um, having Chris on was Chris, really interesting. Yo, thanks, man. As yo, Chris, of, shout outs to Chris, yeah, man, man. Seriously, that was a really good, and it was really interesting. It's probably yeah. one of the higher ones as yeah. well. Yeah. So. Um, so yeah, so that that's one of my favorite. I'm trying to think of other ones. I we I I do have people who like rate other episodes. I've had people talk about how they loved Led Astray, which yeah. is the one where we talked about leadership. Interesting. Yeah, I've also heard of people say they really liked Unity's one from yeah. last week. Um, I've also heard people say. They liked the Trump one that we did, the oh, one right okay. after the election. Well, that yeah. was different. You know the one that I actually really was thinking about? Um, you know, I'm trying to think of the actual bloody title now. What was it about? Um, it was the one where it was just after we 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 met those two dudes in the car. Oh, the, that one. Yeah, where we got I really forget what angry. it's called. Um, thinking, think about it now. Oh, like, uh, what was it called? Was it Fear of Brown Clapback? Yeah, I think that's yeah, it. That's yeah, Fear one. of Brown Clapback. Yeah, because, yeah, we had just been, like, racially kind of, like... It, like, it was, it was like, it, like, we were just kind of set, setting up to, to just do a, you know, your whatever yeah, podcast on, yeah. on whatever topic. Yeah. And then we essentially, yeah, we just got, you know... Insulted. Racially insulted. <laughs> we both went completely off with these dudes who were I totally forgot about that. <laughs> and, and then, and, but then it was, the, it was probably the one where we just had so much raw emotion and we it was talk, fresh it was fresh, fresh and we were talking through it and by Real the fresh. end of it yeah. I re- remember that throughout the journey we eventually got to the point where we were like man we were lucky they weren't fucking crazy yeah they and were little they shits yeah. and they could have you know you know like started some shit and yeah. then we would have been in some trouble yeah 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 but, but at the same time it was just that that feeling of like because it brought out a lot of angst that 
has obviously yeah. been there in the background. I'm so glad we said something back. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, that was satisfying. Yeah, say. that was yeah. I forgot about yeah, that one. That was definitely good. one of our more interesting. Okay. Ones. Okay, personally, I've got to say, life ends at thirty-five. <laughs> that was some catharsis. I like, can't really remember that yeah, one a it lot. Was what me, was... It was just me complaining about the fact that life is over. <laughs> I turned thirty-five in a couple of months, so <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> oh, we gotta blow that shit. Out. <laughs> um, no, yeah, it was just me just being... It was just mad cathartic, just in the the idea that, um, yeah, look, oh, well, where, where the fuck do we go from here? I'm 35, I haven't really achieved Do you still anything. feel that way, T-Rome? Oh, less so. I, um, I definitely still feel that way. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, you, know, you know, shit's happened, you know, things are progressing at the, uh, to some extent. He's uh, talking about no, his... No, wait, 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 yeah. Let's, uh... You've let's... mentioned it on the podcast know, before, know, dude. Know, it's I not know. like... <laughs> Let's not get people's, like, you know, idea bubbles. Okay, fair enough, you know fair what enough. I mean? No, that's fair. Um, but, yeah, fair. no, it's just like, um, yeah, no, it's like, so I don't feel like that anymore. And I remember speaking to somebody about it going, man, you, you, got, so, you got such a shitty opinion of 35. Like, you know. Was it an older person? <laughs> yeah, it was slightly older. Yeah. <laughs> and the idea that, look, you've actually got a, there's a shit ton of life left to live, man. <laughs> Assuming you don't die of a heart attack, you're doing, you're going to do all right. Well, we are at that age where you could. Yeah, that's true. And we are of that fitness level. Yeah, I'm, I definitely am. I'm like, oh man, let's not talk I'm about that. I've got such issues with that the, the right universe. now. I'm in like the thick of like, you know, oh, I'm going to be healthy and for two days I am. And oh, then I go on right. these binges where I'm oh. just like... You know, neck high in Smith's crisps oh. at one a.m. watching Netflix and just like ah, that's like I don't I have issues <laughs> on so many levels that I can't even begin to tell you. Oh, um, but yeah, they're a couple of my favorites. Um, having definitely, I remember having Muggleton on and re- regretting it almost immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> oh. he, he doesn't like us. Yeah, no, he no. just goes in. He yeah, goes yeah, in. That in. guy just like, goes what in. What a wanker. That was really funny, though. <laughs> he is ruthless. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like, Daniel Muggleton, very funny guy. I think ever since then, he's, like, done his own one-hour show at the yeah, Comedy Store, true. amongst many other things. Like, even, I think he's going to be having his own show at, the show at the Melbourne Comedy Festival. He'll have his own show at the Sydney Comedy Festival. So will Surin. Mm. Surin's doing a show. His show is called Deuce Eczema. Oh, that's right. <laughs> um, and he's going to be doing that in Melbourne and Sydney as well. Um, if you're in Sydney or Melbourne, catch those guys. Um, if you're in any of the Sydney shows, you'll probably see me and T-Bone there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, actually, a lot of our friends are performing in the Sydney Comedy Festival. Um, but yeah, yeah, like, um, yeah, far out. Um, favorite compliments, maybe. From like people, people, yeah, who who have supported us heaps. Sure, you will get. Yeah, into let's that. get into Why that not? list. Yeah, look, yeah there's mean, a whole list, T Bone. Yeah, has. look, yeah. I, I've you know just compiled people that have you know emailed and contributed and. Yeah, we got to say that. thank you. So the big, the big, you know, the shout outs that, uh, in terms of people that actually, you know, actually wrote into us and you know had something to say. Um, Talia, 
you know, initially we were talking. I remember we actually. I think we question. dealt with one of her. Uh, yeah, her issues. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, which domestic I bliss issues. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's right. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and she wasn't particularly appreciative. But anyway, wasn't she? Well, in that, in that she's like, you know, that's the dumbest shit I ever heard. Right? What? <laughs> it was, I no, think it's because I, I decided not to actually yeah, input. Yeah, that's right. and, like, <laughs> and I'm like, all right, whatever. But she did say in her message yeah. that she had already decided. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So anyway. Anyway. But but we appreciate you. Congratulations. Yes, absolutely. Um, to Lacey? Yeah, Thuls rang me ages ago and was like, I think it was the episode where we talked about masculinity generally mm. and that kind of thing. And, and he rang me up just because he doesn't do internet communication, which is a really cool thing. Um, he rang me up just to say, you know, like, good episode. And like, really, that was really nice, like, to go out of his way like that. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Sujan? Yeah, he sent through a couple of messages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ashley always, always hollering and letting yeah. us know that, like, what she thinks and stuff. Really helpful. Thank you, Ashley. And Rick, from all, like, one of our bona fide U.S. supporters. Yeah, U.S. listener, yeah. And has been, and contributes on the Facebook. Heaps, the, the messages yeah. are, are, like, wisdom bombs yeah. all the time. Yeah, really Huge clarified stuff for yeah. us as well, yeah. Uh, big shout out to you, mate. Thanks, yeah. uh, we pre- Thank I you, Rick. That, Thank you, Rick, yeah. Um, oh, Jess and Kurt. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Jess is, Je- Yeah, the power couple of, <laughs> of the mints. Kurt, like, yeah. one of the few people who's emailed yeah, us. I believe one of the only. Kurt, one of the oh, few the people only. in the world that has the mints podcast yeah, in his right. address book somewhere. Thanks, bro. Thanks so much, Kurt. You're a legend. Who actually came out to see me do comedy as well, yeah, so yeah, double, really cool. double props. Jess. Jess, thanks awesome so much, Jess. Yes. Another person who's come out to and my And thanks for the well. wedges, you know yeah. what that's about. Uh, Albert always... Albert always emailing, in. used to like send us really long summaries yeah. after each episode, and which ended, yeah. sadly. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but, uh, but unfor- yeah, but yeah, look, really great, thank you for that. Keith and Karishma. Keith and Karishma, big supporters, showing up to parties, showing up to my comedy, big supporters of the Mints. Always commenting on posts, always liking stuff. Thank you so much, Keith and Karishma. Liz. Liz and Michael, thanks heaps, guys. Uh, Liz is always like... Yeah, she's a big yeah, supporter. Yeah, she's a big supporter. Uh, now, Greg, you're one of my uni mates. Look, um, you know, you've you've, uh, you've chimed in on stuff that we've said in the past and really, you know, given us some, like, thoughtful, um, you know, interesting feedback in terms of, the, you know, the stuff that we talk about and, you know, talked about your own experiences. Really appreciate that, mate. And last but not least, Carlos Lopez. Lopez, our one sole listener in Panama, who yeah. always sends me messages going, "Why isn't there a new podcast?" You dig it, <laughs> and is always sending me messages and like, oh, he's just one of my favorite people in the entire universe. So, mad love to you, love, Pez. And look, I'm sure we've got to thank all of our guests. So, Seren Muggleton, um, Unity Amazaki, um, Chris, Chris, Chris. Yeah, big shout out to Chris for like we've already done that. But um, one person that we're forgetting. Oh, and we should never. We should never forget. He's our one and only fan. That's right. He is just the most special person to the mints. He's our favorite, favorite human being. White Mamba. And White Mamba. White Mamba. We love you. 
And like we're so glad that the Mince's legacy is living on through you. Absolutely. By because let's be honest, your podcast is a spin-off of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he's You are you are Frasier to our cheers. Oh yeah. <laughs> and Frasier was a lot more. Frasier was a better show. Yeah, I I think. Know, yeah maybe, Frasier yeah. made it better. Um okay, wait, maybe oh, he's also, the lone gunman to our X Files. Oh, that's yeah, yeah. probably more. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. better, yeah. And look, uh, obviously it shouldn't forget Niall. Niall, yeah, he, he was a, our guest he as was well. He's a contributor as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Niall, who's living it up now? Well, he's uh, yeah, he's he's gone out to the Northern Territory, Northern right? Territory yeah, there you go. Man, there. in the one year that we've been doing this, people's lives have gone from like shoot to like God knows what, right? It's been it's been a journey. So, yeah, yeah. Wow, it's been a hell of a year. Yeah, right. should talk about our haters. Tiba's like, do we even have any? Look, I'm imagining them, all right? right. They're out there. I work better when there's an opponent. Yeah, right. When there's a rivalry. Do do we now say that, well, haters, you've won? No, no, no. The haters, we did 29 more episodes than you thought we could. That's true. Yeah. All the haters come to my shows, though. Oh, really? No, they don't. don't (laughs) People that are really nice to me come to my shows. They're not my shows. I just, yeah. But, I mean, it's interesting. Like, you know, like... Actually, do you want to talk about your last show? Oh, dude, I bombed. What do you mean you bombed? So, my last show I was doing at the World Bar in King's Cross on a Sunday. And um, most of the people at the show were my friends. But it was a really, really small crowd that (laughs) weren't taking to anyone's jokes except for, like, one person. um, Andrew Wolf, who killed. Um, But, like, I was on. Guest of the show, Saran, was on. There were actually... Three brown guys and one Mori guy, one one Samoan guy in the lineup. So there were like four brown guys in this lineup. Which wow. is like there were less white people on this lineup, which is kind of awesome. And um, yeah, apart from the Samoan guy killed, Andrew Wolf killed, the rest of us bombed big time. <laughs> like nobody was taking to it at all. It well, was so just like. Is the World Bar crowd a discerning crowd? Or no, it's what? more kind of like. Everything felt. It wasn't so much that. It wasn't like, like the jokes were just people were just like heckling or anything. It's yeah. not like that. It was more kind of like an air ball in basketball. It was just like nothing was like hitting the rim. Nothing was like going through the net. Like any jokes that went out there would just be like ah ha ha. Like one person uh. somewhere would be laughing and the other would just be like what? Like it just nothing was taking at all. And it was kind of like. It's it sucks. I'm not gonna lie. It sucks. It's like slightly exhilarating to bomb. Slightly. Because this, this is your first time. First bomb. First bomb. Yeah, first bomb. Um, but I felt better because like even Siren was like everybody bomb. Don't care. Don't worry about it. And I was like, oh yeah, yeah, cool. I don't give a crap. But like, um, it it was exhilarating. But at the same time, I never want to do that room ever again. <laughs> you don't want the challenge. Man. Well, the thing is, and I know you know this, Tiba, and like you've been to most of my performances, and like um, every single time, like it's I've done okay, like I've done okay every yeah. single time. So to go from okay to significantly less than okay is quite a big kind of thing. It's it's yeah, I'd say it's probably my first proper bomb. I'm gonna do more open mics just here and there. Right now, I'm, I've started writing again, like my script again, and that definitely takes priority over comedy. But um, but yeah, comedy is interesting. It's um, it's hard. That's it's funny though. A lot of people I know who are like, I want to try it. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people I know are like, I want to try it. So I don't know if it's because if yeah. Nils can do it, then I can do it because Nils is pathetic, or if it's 
like, oh, I want to give it a go. It seems like fun. I don't know what it is. I'm thinking it's the former. <laughs> I'm thinking it's the no, former. Knowing your relationship with people. Yeah, it's probably the former. Like, knowing just my interactions with people in the past, it's always been a case of, well, if he can do it, then I can do it. And it's like, so maybe it's that. But, um, yeah, comedy is... Look, I recommend everybody do stand-up at one point. Like, I really do. It's like... The rush is incredible. Like, the yeah. rush is incredible. I've, I've thought about it, but then, <laughs> but then the work involved, and then that kind of just... Let's just say, um, in September, I will be one of the comics at Plus One Comedy. Oh, no. <laughs> so... No, don't do that to me. Oh, I've shit. already got one. You may as well take the next spot. Oh, all right. So, oh, he's gonna promise on the microphone now. I'm gonna promise. I'm just, I'm just thinking about my set. So it's Jim Humor. Uh, <laughs> Wait, it's six months from now. So chill out. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm doing some premises, man. Jim, right, Jim come Humor. on, teacher. Endless, boundless freaking. Yeah, I'm wondering how much I can actually divulge. Although, kids be. Kids. You're not going to name them. Yeah, that's true. And I do a good child And I'm, I'm sure lots of teachers have been comics before. I do a good student voice, too. Yeah, yeah. Also. I'm just also. saying, Doug. I'm just saying. Because <laughs> I know one... Genji's already put up his hand for oh, one. Oh, nice. Because yeah. Marty said that I can be one of the guys yeah, that yeah, gets yeah. two people up. So, yo. Okay. <laughs> Then again, like I'm like shit. I, still I strongly I still recommend it at least once. Yeah, just I, as a cycle, like just as a thing. You've always talked, like you, like we've both talked yeah, about this. I, know, I just I got onto it way earlier. Than yeah, you. that's true. That's true. Yeah, uh, yeah alright. <laughs> <laughs> it's six months from now. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Folks. Maybe we'll do another podcast. Wait a later. second. No, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> so, not gonna happen. Um. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll 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 smile over that. And, <laughs> Our options, and, yeah. You've got ages, don't worry All about right, it. Okay. You've got well, ages. <laughs> I'll have a think. T <laughs> Bones, next, like a year from now, maybe T Bones gonna be like with me doing rooms oh, and shit. Oh. <laughs> Can't wait. It's, it's, look, it's a rush, dude. Yeah, I'll tell you that much. It's a rush. It's an yeah. experience. It's an experience. Anyway, I think we've. We, this is it, T Bone. Bro. It's been T-Bone. I've got to thank you, mate. Mate. For doing this with me. Look. And, like, it's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. We're signing off as if we're not going to see each other ever again, which is bullshit. Um, But, like, yeah. But this is our last iteration as This is our last as T-Bone and Nils. We'll be going by our government names in the future. Yeah. Which is also T-Bone for (laughs) (laughs) T-Bone. Funny how a government name is the same as our podcast name. But, yeah, yo, that's pretty much it. Are we gonna do like our oh. social medias? Look, I maybe we'll keep we'll, we'll keep the SoundCloud's gonna be up for a well, year. Well, yeah, I at think. least another year. You know, you may we may put up some random shit on there if yeah. we ever feel the need. To yeah, be yeah, maybe we might or whatever. Yeah, um, if we feel like doing one in three months or something, yeah, maybe yeah. who knows? Um, um, we might put some random stuff up, and we'll you know we'll use the Facebook page to kind of notify people yeah, of that. Yeah, so, I mean, look, just stay liking the mints, don't unlike us. Yeah, don't unlike us or anything. We're not deactivating the page. Because, you know, because we, we have shit to say. Yeah, the SoundCloud like is still going to definitely be there for at least yeah, a year. Yeah. And, um, I mean, my social media, the opening salvo on Twitter, on Instagram, um, T-Bone, you? I am uh, DJ underscore cashless on Instagram and Twitter, and my Instagram has been quite on fire. So oh, really? Oh, yeah. He came back from Melbourne. For all of four days. 
man. Good hashtag usage. Yo, man, I was, I was, I think I'm, I'm starting to develop my game. Really, <laughs> please. I don't know you. Up. I'm sure you remember this, but your first Instagram experience was hilarious. What did I do? You kind of were like faking an identity. Oh, yes. and then <laughs> you I were had... like a real jet setter type, yeah, and you yeah, had like yeah. the worst hashtags, like yeah, yeah. always shining, and like you were like just photos of you in planes because you were traveling yeah, back yeah. then, and like making it out as if you were like flying all over the world, yeah, closing yeah. deals in chairs. No, it's, it's, yeah, you know, that was only a half trip. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny though, but I remember you gave up on that profile because you're like, I can't do this. It's yeah, too fucked up. I can't do this. I, I can't. I can't live like this anymore. Type of shit. And then I was like, then I got a bit more real. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. T-Bone's Instagram game is on fire, no, man. Totally I'm true. actually sick of it. As I'm in, like, sick just, of Instagram. Just like looking at it. I think it takes up so much of my time. Yeah, it's like, with me. It's just there, and it's like. And you know, the videos and, and the, uh, the basketball videos and just funny shit and cats. I really like cats, man. And like, <laughs> you know, like yeah, like oh, it's just it's just so, like Facebook is secondary now because it's so much easier to digest Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's so much yeah. I mean there's a lot less, you know, think pieces and art. Yeah, 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 like yeah. So it's just a lot of like you know, I worry about like the older I get the fact that I'm like gravitating towards simpler stuff clearly says something about my brain as well. Yeah, I don't know. Like it's that that could be just the you know your brain reprogramming based. I on think the I'm stagnating, man. Yeah, and look, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna. Man. I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. That's 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 a, uh, there's a high chance that just because the consumability of yeah. media these days like I've like, noticed like even like when I watch a movie I'll go for the like the more brainless option than I will the like if I want to watch like something thought provoking like I'll go to the movies or something but like like for example last night I watched a terrible horror movie called Beyond the Gates instead of watching you know this great movie about two kids growing up in Brooklyn from different class like status right which is meant to be really cool but called Little Men and I didn't watch it because I was like, no, nah, I kind of just want to see people get killed. <laughs> like, I just, oh, I just... I think, and, yeah. and there is a time and a place for that. There is, but I'm noticing there's too many times and places for it. Uh, yeah, look, I, I can't talk. I, I, I consume a lot of rubbish. No. Netflix you know is trash as well, man. Yeah, yeah, that's not, not helping at the moment. So. No. But I mean, there are still like I'm actually I've just started watching Black Mirror. I've got to get onto that. That's going to be great. It is going to be the really. The first, the first episode was just like, just phenomenal. Like it's, it's yeah, like it's season it, like, two and three are meant to be better. I think. Oh really? Apparently, okay. Mumba loves it. Mumba it, watches it, it all the time. Is it a time. series of different stories? It's a different. It's not continuous. Yeah, right, it's okay. just different kind of cool. like novellas, I guess. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, and like uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm on the other, I watched Rick and Morty season two. Finished Dude, it. That's not. That's not bad. It's that's very good. Actually, it's actually cracks co- me it's up. It's quality. It's like that's um, the thing. If it's you know like, what I'm watching right now, mm. I'm watching Little Big Lies, which oh. I really. At first, I was you like the, the Nicole Kidman, yeah. Reese Witherspoon, Shailene Woodley, Zoe name? Kravitz, Zoe Kravitz Verma. Oh, um, it's got her in it. What's the What's the deal with it? I, I it's actually pretty like, decent, man. It's like a murder that's mm. happened. And it's amongst these, like, highest, not, like, they're all, like, Stepford wives, right. um, living in this, in a place called Monterey, which yeah. is, like, I think it's, like, coastal Monterey New York Bay or some or shit, yeah, I don't know, okay. I don't know anything about geography, mm. but, like, um, 
And it's like all like it has to do like, and they've all got kids in the same kindergarten, and like all these mums are super competitive and super snarky and stuff. And like it, the, the the there is a gimmick involved though, like a really big gimmick, and that is, and it's based on a book that does the exact same thing. Mm. It cuts back and forth from this police investigation into this murder back to these people and their lives, and you can see how okay, oh, all these people are really okay. kind of fucked up. But who's the person that died and who killed them? Like, you don't know either. Oh, really? And, no, you don't know either. You don't know who's oh, that's dead. that's interesting. You don't know who's died and you don't know who killed them. But you're seeing interviews with, like, all these bit characters. And um, then, like, uh, for example, police interviews. Yeah, police interviews. So, right. like, for example, you've got Reese Witherspoon, Nicole Kidman, all these guys. They're the mums and stuff. But the people that flash back to in the police interviews are these bit players that you see interacting with them every uh, now and then and yeah. stuff like that. But it's it's... It's gimmicky, like that mm. whole. It's manipulative, but I'm kind of digging it, man. I'm really liking a show called Crashing, though. Oh, I've heard about it. Um, it's got Pete Holmes in it, yeah. and it's basically about a guy whose wife basically cheats. Like he wants to be a stand-up comedian, That's but he's really yeah. straight-laced, and it's so good. I really, yeah, really yeah, like yeah. it. I really love watching it. But they're my two new shows that I'm okay, watching right. Cool. Crashing, I really care about, and um, thing Big Little Lies is kind mm. of unreal. Uh, yeah, at the moment I'm only just watching shit everyone else has watched already. Like, finally finished um, uh, Stranger Things. The yeah. Season did, one. What did you think, honestly? Look, I I was into it. The alien was interesting. Um, you know, and I mean, yeah, I know you you dislike the. I don't dislike it. I just think it's <laughs> no, overrated. No, no. Just the China, and you don't. It's actually a good watch. Like exactly, it's a good yeah, watch. I just don't think it's amazing. In the um, same way, I don't think Master of None is amazing. Right. Yeah. Okay. Like Master right. of None is a good show. Yeah, it's just yeah. not amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. know. I'm not gonna say. Yeah, I'm, that's the thing. I wouldn't call it amazing, but it, it yeah. had me. It had me interested yeah. for the entirety of the series. Yeah, yeah. I thought the kids did a decent job, mm. and. Um, yeah, and look, just it just kind of all kind of came together. Yeah, it was all a bit um, strange and whatnot, as it's supposed to be. But mm. you know, it's watchable. Yeah, it's cool. Like um, it's cool. Like it's all right. It's just I don't think. Yeah, I don't know. I just think I think I'm more into other stuff. Yeah. I think I'm into darker things because that was like whilst it was a horror and stuff, it was still pretty like. Yeah, yeah. Which, formulaic which I, which and I like, think yeah, if, if it's the darker shit, then yeah, that that. Um, uh, um, black mirror. I feel like that might be more up my yeah, alley. And yeah. uh, I'm also working through Narcos as well. Narcos is fun. That is that Narcos is, is a lot of fun. It is just like I, I mean, like, and I'm always interested in the drug wars. Yeah, and, um, yeah. I learned so much from Narcos. Yeah, and and uh, <laughs> I didn't I know so much. The, shit. the the bit I love is the fact that they can intercut real footage with. This story yeah, it's doing. so informative because like, it's and, so and you actually believe that they've yeah. done the research to the point. Where but that's the thing, Narcos made a very complex storyline so palatable, Absolutely. which is like remarkable. That is yeah. a remarkable thing to Cause, achieve because it is, and and like his his rise and fall are like. It's it's stuff of legends in terms of the way that I know it went so down. many like girls are like man Escobar's hot like after watching that they're like so into him the and power, stuff the, I mean, the it's just like the power yeah it's just like shit dude this guy far out you no, know it, it makes so much sense that he was so yeah but but no I thought that's it's a really I mean I 
I'm really I'm a bit over the 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 narrator who is the oh the American Skarsgård yeah is, is he, <laughs> he looks like he looks like Skarsgård Skarsgård is in Big Little Lies oh is he yeah um, but uh, I, I'm a bit psycho in it I'm a bit over his narration because it is him his voice throughout the whole thing it's very much like a westerner and man Escobar was like and I'm just like all right okay fine whatever but but yeah but but you don't. And you dislike the parts where you see the cops and you're waiting to see Pablo. Mm. And that's the beauty of it. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Um, but yeah. Also, no. so scary. So oh, scary, man. Terrifying. It's fucking terrible. Weird. Awesome. Really um, Yeah, that's pretty much all I'm yeah, watching. What are, I'm trying to think of anything else that I might be watching. <coughs> They're the two big ones that I'm watching. I just started watching BoJack Horseman today, but I just... It's so early into it. I um, I'm I've watched half of season one, but everybody says it gets better in season two. So I just started watching season two, and I'll fill in the gaps in my head. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, right now, crashing and Big Little Light. I'm clearly an HBO person. Yeah. Like I was giving it to White Mamba the other day. I was like, Oh yeah, you you're just such a Netflix slave. No no no. And then I realized I sounded like a kid on a playground, and I was like, oh. John Boyega's got a Netflix series as well. No no, no it's a movie. It's a movie. It's a movie. It a no, oh, it's okay. a movie. It's him like oh. it's one of those like attempts at an Oscar nom. Okay. Um, he's like you know a father from the bad side of the trash. I'm just trying to raise my son. It's one of those. Okay, I thought that was a series. Nah, was it's that's, that's it's just lame. that. But Netflix has some okay stuff on. It's also got tons of trash on it. I don't know. Anyway, far out. We digressed big time. As but always. yeah, look, if you want to send us any emails, just about like the podcast or whatever, like you the, know, we're just like you know any any thoughts I, or you know what I put out a freaking post on the Facebook page saying email us. Guess how many emails we got? How many? None, dog. None. <laughs> it is so insulting. And 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 no. What was better was the the, the message about hey we're 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 rounding out the show. <laughs> and you know how many how many emotional responses we got? Two. 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 Yeah, yeah, again, Karishma and Liz. Thanks, guys. Exactly. <laughs> and Carlos. And Carlos. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, good. that was it. Oh, three people man. who, like, are the only three people we hear from. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. But, yo, that's it. I think this is us. We're signing out for, like, Loki, a final time, I guess. Loki. Yeah, unless yeah. we do some John Farnham, you know. Well, John um, Farnham? Yeah, oh, Jay Z, way better example. Oh, yeah. yeah some some Jay Z, like, you know, last tour type shit where we come back again and again. And email in if you want T Bone to do stand up. <laughs> now we get the emails, I bet you. We're going to get 100 likes. Yeah, I'm sure. We're going to get, like. Come on. <laughs> Everyone wants to see Everybody this. preferred him over me anyway, oh, so we're going to. Rubbish is that. Alright, alright, let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. It's okay, a weeknight. Okay. But yo, this is us signing out for the last time. Um, I'm Nils. I'm T-Bone. And T-Bone, tell them what's up. Please invite us to your parties. Please invite us to your parties. Thanks for inviting us to your parties as well. Yes, we appreciate it. See you later.
together And you know that I'm right Why do you play with my heart? Why do you play with my mind? <laughs> Set me forever Set it never die how could you love me and leave me and never say goodbye? <laughs> when I can't sleep at night without holding you tight. Girl, each time I try, I just break down and cry. Pain in my head, oh, I'd rather be dead. Spinning around and around, oh. although we've come to the Still I can't let you go It's unnatural You belong to me I belong to you Come Girl, I know you really love me <laughs> You just don't realize <laughs> You've never been there before It's only your first time <laughs> Maybe I'll forgive you Maybe you'll try We should be happy together forever You and I Can you love me again like you loved me before This time I want you just to Just come to my bed And baby just don't let me Don't let me down Come to the end of the road Still I can't let you go Let you go It's unnatural To me To you Oh shit, it's the interlude Girl, I'm here for you. I'm here for at, you. At what? all those times all those of night times. when you just hurt me. Keep a voice, man. Sorry. And just run <laughs> out with that other fella. We can't do this, no, man. No, this is this part stuffed up. Right, this okay, part okay, stuffed okay, up. Okay, okay, let's, go let's, go right, okay, okay, let's go full a cappella. Let's go full a cappella. Let's go full a pull that Stop To the end of the road end of the road, baby. Can't let you go. It's unnatural. You belong to me. I belong to you. <laughs> <laughs> we're out. We're out. We're out. We're done.